1: I'm Bill Hemmer this is Hemmer time what a week it has been Washington DC Chad Pergram covers everything on the hill for us and Chad good afternoon to you it is so our listening audience knows five o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday January 7th. so let's take this as best we can tell. Nancy Pelosi today says the Capitol Hill police chief will resign. Is that where we are in the security front now?
2: Well, the whole problem is that they didn't have, and it's quite obvious, a good security plan at at all. Uh, This is where you have had Nancy Pelosi ask that Stephen Sund resign. You have had uh, Chuck Schumer, the Senate uh, Majority Leader, incoming Senate Majority Leader, say that Mike Stinger, the Senate Sergeant at Arms, if he doesn't resign, again, he was appointed by Mitch McConnell. If he doesn't step aside, he will fire him. And Pelosi saying that uh, Paul Irving, the House Sergeant at Arms, has already informed her that he will step down. I mean, that's all three. I mean, that's right there, what we call in Capitol Hill, the Capitol Police Board. Mm. They've all said they're going away, or at least there's a cause for them all three to go away because they're all three in charge of security and nothing worked. Lindsey Graham said if, uh, you know, you would anybody who was in charge of security and they were in the military and this happened, they would be relieved from their command and court-martialed.
1: Wow. There's already some reporting that some of the people who came to Washington, listen, the greater majority of them came in peace. We grant them that and we should. But there is an element there that came to do some trouble. And apparently online over the past several weeks, they've been sending messages pretty much suggesting that they were on their way. Can we answer now how they missed that?
2: Well, they do have intelligence services in the Capitol Police and they share things with the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security and so on. So that's not that rare, frankly. Uh, but did, th- did they miss something? This is just not potentially on the U.S. Capitol Police. There has always been this question, Bill, about what the perimeter should be. I was always told they want to keep the fight outside, meaning that you have the bubble around the Capitol. If not much is going on, well, people can almost walk right up to the edge of the building. Can't get in the building unless you're supposed to be there, but uh, you can walk almost up to the edge of the building. But when you have a big event, you want to spread the perimeter out deeper, a balloon around the bubble, essentially around the Capitol. They did not keep the fight outside. And I think what shocked everybody is that it just wasn't, you know, one, two, ten people who tried to get in. You had hundreds, if not thousands getting in and, and then just not saying, oh, I'm in, then marauding around the building and trashing offices, thinking it was appropriate to go in, into the Senate chamber, uh, thinking it was appropriate to, to, to then, you know, challenge Capitol Police. This is where Lindsey Graham says, how in the world are we 20 years past 9-11? And this happens They could have had uh, weapons, explosive devices, bombs. He says they could have blown up the entire U.S. Capitol and taken out the entire government. And Lindsey Graham is right about that.
1: Yeah, indeed. When you talk about more security, I remember after the Oklahoma City bombing mid-1990s when the perimeter at the White House was, was pushed back for the first time. And we go further and further away. And when this happens, we get further from each other. And the, the security barriers, by and large, stay. And that would be my expectation, perhaps, for some time to come. Now, I was in Atlanta, Georgia, waiting for the second Senate race to be decided on Wednesday afternoon. You were at your position, your post in in Washington, D.C. You haven't gone to bed all night. I respect the work you do, Chad, and I want our viewers and our, our listening audience to understand that. You work harder than anyone else in media in Washington, well, t- D.C. <laughs> so I tip my hat to you. And I know your, 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 your throat it's is safe. sore. So thanks for bearing with us here. But take us through where you were at 1 o'clock on Wednesday. Because the last time I remember seeing you on the air, I, th- I think we stayed on the air for three hours. I think you were on the air for probably 14. You were in the basement Of the Capitol. I know you don't call it the basement. I think it's the well or what's some
2: other fancier name for that. But what did you see? Capitol Visitor Center in the studio there. What did you see
1: and what did you hear there?
2: Well, you know, we knew we were going to be down there in our studio. What we kind of have used as our studio during the pandemic for quite a while. And so we had rigged things out where we could see the House and Senate floors. And listen to the audio because they were going to debate these, you know, slates of electors from different states. And that was going to be key to, to listen in and interpret and, and and tell folks, you know, like you on the air, walk you through what was going on now in the House and Senate floors. When I first got to the Capitol, because I was intending to work late anyway, because of the, uh, you know, we thought they were going to go all night debating different states of electors. So I got there right about one o'clock. Bill, I'm trying to get into the Capitol and I can't because I had this wave of members coming out across the street saying they're not letting us into the Capitol. Because at that point, right about one o'clock, there was concern that they had breached the security perimeter outside the building. And then you had people climbing the walls like Spider-Man and actually breaking glass to get into the building. And the two things that stick with me is watching Jim McGovern, Democrat from Massachusetts, on the floor, when he was then instructing people and listening to his audio, because they cut the feed, but I could still hear the audio from the floor, but telling members and staff in the chamber, reach under your seats. There are escape hoods there and giving them directions as to what to do. I have been told of that scenario and they practice this. And, you know, and they, they, they preserve this scenario for like State of the Union. And this is pretty close to that. I didn't actually think I would see or hear it. And then I could see some of Nancy Pelosi's floor staff, her floor director, Keith Stern, running, which was one of the bi- biggest signals to me that something was amiss. Wow. The reason Keith Stern was running, Bill, is because just around the corner in the Speaker's lobby, which in non-pandemic time, it's what when I, where I spent a lot of time talking to members and staff and other people, but you had this clutch of protesters, demonstrators, a mob, trying to get into the Speaker's lobby, and they had barricaded the Speaker's lobby with tables. And there's one uniformed Capitol Police officer with his gun drawn. And at the top of the main doorway to the Speaker's lobby is a transom, an open air transom. And the woman who was shot started to try to climb to get over the top of that transom. Now immediately past that door and that transom and that that entryway is another doorway that leads you right into the House chamber. You are right there on the floor. It's just a few feet away. Had she gotten over top of there, she could have just rushed in to the House chamber. And when she went up, that's when the Capitol Police officer shot her because there were going to be people in the chamber, probably. And that's obviously, you know, what may have concerned him. And seeing that on video later in that same spot where I've spent probably hundreds of hours in my career, Bill, and now that someone was killed in that spot and and remembering this on one of the most ignominious days in Washington history is remarkable.
0: Yeah,
1: Let's pause right there. More Hammer Time after this.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
1: Your comment about Lindsey Graham is well taken. Um, 20 years removed from September 11th, and who knows what can have, what people can bring with them. Who knows what they can bring on them. Wow. What, what struck me is how long, people were allowed to loiter before action was taken and it just seemed to me like everyone was off the the wrong foot and it was a really bad look and i would say chad an ugly day final thought
2: yeah no question about the ugliness of it uh the thing that i'm struck by in all this too is they have had the capital closed to tourists since the pandemic started they shut everything off last march And so to have, you know, we're not even talking about security now, we're just talking about pandemic protocols, the idea that you had thousands of people roaming the building, you know, in the middle of a pandemic is something that I wondered about as well. And and the same time you have these these members, you know, what the Capitol Police did do was they were able to get the House members And the Senate members out, in particular, the Senate, you know, stayed together. That's why the Senate chamber was kind of vulnerable, because they didn't have anybody who they needed to protect in there. There was nobody over there. They got them out and got them to another location on campus. The problem in the House chamber is that you had people still in there and they were forming a barricade. And that's why you had officers with weapons drawn and why there was one shooting when somebody tried to get into the speaker's lobby
1: there will be a lot more to be told about this chad thank you for your hard work make sure your your throat gets a good cup of tea and we will speak with you again very soon chad Pergram, he is a producer reporter extraordinaire covering everything on the capitol on a day that no one will forget thank you chad thank you bill i'm bill hemmer this is Hemmer time